I'ma send this out there back. Yeah, back. He said I wouldn't go deep. Look at me now. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing fine. A lot of money. They ain't gonna live. Ain't nobody gonna listen. They ain't gonna listen. I told them about me. I had to teach. Told them that I had to teach. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Baby, baby, if you don't know, now you know, now you know, take y'all back a little bit, baby, baby, let me take you back to 19. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Lou. I'm here with another episode of Chat and Chew. Um, I'm about to bring my guests on in a second, but before I do that, um, I hope you guys enjoy my last guest, my brother, um, He's got a lot of good things coming up. Hope you guys will be checking them out. Uh, <clears throat> but um, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my guest that we're having. Um, he's like a brother to me also. So um, we've, we've had a lot of experiences together, um, childhood experiences. So. I thought that it would be great for me to bring him on so we could kind of share our life experiences um, with you guys to help you guys um, with your life experiences. Uh, We've been through a lot of ups and downs together, and I've seen him grow. He's seen me grow. So hopefully our growth will help you guys with your growth. Um, so after the selection is over, that's how we, that's how we say it in church. After the selection, there will be none other. <laughs> say, nah. All right, guys, I'm back. So, like I was saying before the break, um, I had a guest that was coming on to uh, share a couple things with you guys and uh hopefully um our growth that we've experienced over the years will help you guys with your growth that you're going through because everyone is growing um so what's up um can you tell the people who you are and a little bit about yourself yeah of course uh how y'all doing Uh, my name is lamal o'neill um i'm 33 years old um, from Wilson, North Carolina, and right now I live in um, in Oakland, California. I've been here for four years now. So, um, I own my own um, company called O'Neill Masonry, uh, a construction company. This is my second year in business. 
Wow, that's cool. Um, so the name of our show today is Fiction and Nonfiction. And somebody might wonder why I said that um, or why I named the show that. So I'm going to explain a little bit. Uh, and I guess, Lamar, you can expound on it. Um, so earlier when I decided that I would ask Lamal to um, be on the show. Um, we were kind of like going over what we would call the show because we had a few ideas on what we wanted to talk about. And um, I said fiction and nonfiction because of um, the things we were going through throughout our like teenage years and our early twenties, um, wasn't really, uh, real things that we were experiencing. Like, I guess we were putting ourselves through things that we shouldn't have been going through. And yeah. it's because of, uh, I guess living, living, uh, in a, I guess you could say in the dream world, you know, trying to, you know, plan things for ourselves that really isn't reality. Um, and that's why we called it fiction versus nonfiction. Um, so I guess you can uh, go into it a little bit if you want to, Lamar. Yeah, you know, it's, it, you see things a lot different when you get, when you get older, you know, like when, when you're young, you're, not saying that you what, what you think isn't so. It's just that you, when you get older, you realize you don't know as much as you think you know, and right. you become a lot more humble after going through life experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to get off subject a little bit, uh, how your um, quarantine going, man? Oh uh, man, it's um. It's not the funnest, you know. Um, it's, it's getting crazy out here, you know. Um, everybody's buying up all the toilet paper and stuff. So. Yeah, cause you went, you went, yeah. uh, you went Oakland, so that, they had a yeah, lot of man. cases over over in California. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why people thought they needed toilet paper. It's the first thing they grabbed. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just been like I don't know. It's, it's I, I've been doing stuff like going out and exercising. Jogging or, or whatnot, but everything is closed pretty much, so it's not much you can really do. So it's, it's I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling the pressures of just be sitting in the house all day, though. Yeah, you've uh, I feel you, lazy you, you, or something. You, like I'm, like I'm. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not doing something. Like I'm, I'm wasting away or something. You get cabin. <laughs> you get cabin fever, and uh, I think with with That's cabin weird. with cabin fever. Uh, you kind of like get in a, I don't know, a mode of lounging and doing nothing, just eating everything yeah. in the house, and that's all watching all everything, like you know what I'm saying, watching everything on TV. So yeah. I think that cabin fever, kind of, it, it's a it's a mode, and then you just start going crazy, like you gotta, you know, <laughs> you gotta get out, you gotta do something. Yeah, yeah definitely. But I'm glad you said uh, something about um, 
going out and jogging and running and stuff. Uh, I got, I know I got a lot of people that's going to be watching that's, you know, living this quarantine life and they doing nothing. They probably ain't going to touch a weight and go outside and run and do nothing. But we're encouraging you to stay healthy and get out and do something. Move. But yeah, uh, save some tissue for somebody else too. If you can hear me out there. Um, (laughs) So another, um, another thing I wanted to uh, go into details about and ask was uh, our teenage years, Lamar. Like we um we got a chance to live together during our house high school years. Our, and uh being that I'm an educator now, I uh I wanted to really like base my podcast around education or be, uh, educational purposes like, you know, trying to teach others or, you know, using my, my life experiences to help others. Um, um, so, uh, one question I had for you was what's one thing you could, you could go back and change about high school and why? What's one thing you wish you could do? We can go back and change. One thing I probably would have changed was my shyness. I was always shy in high school, so I didn't talk much or approach people. I wish I would have took more of the initiative to make connections with people. Um, another thing I probably would have took college prep a little more seriously. I mean, things I did say one, one, but okay. <laughs> Go ahead, but, but no, nah, it's good that you yeah. said something about the shyness thing, though. We're gonna talk about yeah. that later, but go ahead. But uh, I should have took the the college prep thing a little more seriously. Things turned out pretty, you know, not too bad, but you know, I, I still understand the the benefits of the education. Okay, so that's that's a good point that you made right there. Uh, because I remember um, us having a conversation before, like maybe even two years or a year ago, um, where we were talking about, you know, taking the college experience serious, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning. But we didn't we didn't really get, you know, told this. We were just basically told be good in school, you know, get your good grades so you can graduate. Okay. And get a good job. All right. We getting a high school diploma, but you ain't really encouraging, encouraging me to go fill out these college applications. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, and I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about our family, but it's like our generation were kind of like the first ones to like, start going to college, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to basically educate our kids or educate our nieces and nephews about, you know, the possibilities of 
what can happen if you do go to college and get an education. Yeah, the importance of the education. You know, education is definitely important. I mean, it's not the only way. It's definitely not the only way to make it in life, but it's important. So, like for education, it's definitely important. Yeah. So, 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 being saying that, so, what was your reality then versus now? Yeah. Well, like I was saying earlier, my reality then is like I thought I knew everything, man. I just thought I knew how the world worked. You know, I just just thought I knew everything. I knew it all. I didn't want to listen that much. You know, Hold on, but I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. Keep cutting you off. But you know, that's how I am. Like I really. Like I, yeah. I, I butt in in your conversation, but yeah. you were a wise guy. But keep going. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just always thought I knew it all, man. But now I realize that, like, as I got older, I I, I do know a lot. It's like I, it's not like I don't know nothing, but I realize that somebody knows more than me. Yeah, I don't know everything in every aspect. Somebody might know more than me, mm, and, and some other. You know, aspect going on, but I, I just I, I listen more. I'm more humble. You know, yeah. Versus like oh, I'm gonna do it my way. Somebody tell you, you know, hey, do you should do it this way or do it that way. I you don't know what they talk, they don't know what they talking about. I'm gonna do it this way and that way because it makes more sense to me. And you know, I didn't realize people. If somebody's telling, taking time to tell you something, that's because they, you know. They care. They care something about you, you know. Everybody gonna take time and, and give you information just because they ain't got nothing else to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't think people would waste their time to give you bad information. Like, yeah. it, it, I mean, I don't think that makes sense. So, if somebody's taking their time to constantly give you information or you know put a hand in what you're doing or try to put a hand in what you're trying to do then you know accept it and you know take heed to it be humble yeah. what what my man uh my man say yeah be humble yeah <laughs> So, um, so what, what's, what's, what's the main thing back then that made you like kind of lose focus on what reality was as a teenager? Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, if you, you can even go into post-teenage years, you know, like what, I mean, because, you know, you ain't, you ain't really figure it out until, I mean, you still kind of figuring it out, but nobody has it all together, but I'm just saying, like, what was it, like, you know what I'm saying, what was holding, like, what's one thing that was holding you from, you know, it clicking, like, Boom, I can accept uh, help from others, and I need help from others, and this is key. I need help from God. Yeah. 
when did like what was that thing that you know what I'm saying was holding you back from realizing all of that? Um, pretty much my my surroundings, what what I what I saw around me, my influences, and the things that I looked up to. You know, like um, I I just had to see. I didn't see the the path that everybody was was feeling as far as like you know you know you should go to school or you should do this or you know you should I, I didn't see that that career path working out for anybody in my surrounding area. The people I saw um, doing good and doing stuff like or able to do things like I wanted to do, they started out doing it the illegal way, and then you know they they. Started, you know, then they may, maybe went legit after they did something illegal. So I just always felt like uh, maybe that's the way I got to do it, like because that's what I saw everybody else doing. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm glad that you said that because a lot of our young black kids, brown kids, they fall into that trap. You know what I'm saying? Where they yeah. that's what they see. We we kind of touched on that in our last episode, in my last episode, where, you know, my mom was saying we didn't live in the in the in the hood. And we was like, you know, yes we did. <laughs> yeah. Like no no matter no matter how no matter how much you try to deny it, you know. Reality is we did, and that's what we seen. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we seen we seen the 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 people doing it. You know, and coming up and then starting businesses. Like it's 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 part of history. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, that's not the only way, and that's what. Our point is like it's, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be somebody to stand up and, and help us realize or stand up and let every young fellow young young girl across the world know that you know it's other ways to getting it. You know what I'm saying? It's more than one way to skin a cat, Grandma I used to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my next question. Um, I heard you uh, mention you were a business owner. So, yeah. what made you start your own business? Um, just because uh, I wanted more, man. Like, I wanted to Okay. And the, the jobs I would go to. You say like, so. You say you're a bricklayer. Yes, a bricklayer in the union. All right, explain <laughs> it, cause somebody might be like, "Oh, he he said bricks." <laughs> um, I construct <laughs> buildings using um, masonry products like brick, concrete blocks, stone, marble, um, granite, any anything like that. But I just build buildings with a, a solid material. Like instead of wood, I use like a brick. Alright. Yeah, I think they didn't break it down pretty easy as I can break it down. So but um I was in the union, you know, and, and, and doing doing work and I, for for 
me, after a while, once I learn something and get the hang of it, it kind of gets, it get boring after some time. And, and I always want to go to the next level. Like, what's the next level? What's the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I've never been um, satisfied in just being one, just at the at one one level. I want to, to go to the next phase. And I, be, I was a journeyman, and I was working in the union. Like, what, what's the next thing to do? I became a foreman. I, I'm a foreman. Now what I'm gonna do, like you know, mm. go to the next next level, you know, and I just wanted to go. I felt like I could create that opportunity to go to the next level as like a project manager by becoming an owner, because of course a lot of times you're not you're not just gonna give you the opportunity. So I had to make the opportunity for myself. You ain't got it. I went and got it, man, because you know. I, I mean, not the, well. You can kind of pull the race car, but people always gonna help out people that look like them first. And unfortunately, in the construction industry, a lot of people don't don't are African American or, or black or look like me. You know. So they, but you they, got they, but they you got green on. eyes though, man. Hey, <laughs> that don't matter. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't, they don't care about that. look at you and say, man, I wish I had green eyes. <laughs> and look, that shit ain't, it ain't got you nowhere. <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't messing. over with you. <laughs> no, um, but I, I see what you're saying, though. Uh, so how, how has the uh, union reacted since you've become an owner? Well, actually, the union was pretty, um, they, they, they helped me out a lot with, um, with different, like, classes and courses just helping me transition into the business side because it's a lot more to learn besides just, you know, before I just show up to the job site and, and do the work, but now I'm actually, like, keeping up with the books. Um, I have to plan the job, find the material, you know, deal with customers, you know, come up with contracts, make sure I don't get sued, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so they don't want you to get sued, no. Nah. Nah. construction stuff. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. <laughs> it, it ain't for me, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, backstory <laughs> on that, y'all. Uh, my cousin, Lamar, you know, he was helping me out. 
you know, I had uh, just came back home from Atlanta. You know, I um, got into a little bind where I needed to get a quick job. You know, my man hooked me up. You know, I was doing it. I was, you know, I was, hey, whatever I had to do to, to make a dollar to, to, to get out of the bind that I was in, I was doing it. You know, and it, and then I and I I thank God for that job at that time because I needed it. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it came through. It was good money too. It was all right money at the time. You know what I'm saying? But like the hard labor and the like, you really gotta love doing that. And I can say for you, my man, Lamal, you like building stuff, bro. Like I I can go back to when we were kids, bro. Like you used to, to take stuff apart and put it back together type type deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like we was just talking about earlier how the the first little small little PlayStation came out when they first made the little small black PlayStation. PlayStation 1, wasn't it? No, it was a PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. And and the one you bought broke. You literally went to the store and bought another one and took it to the house, took the shell off of it and put it on the other one and took it back and got your money back. And I was... (laughs) Me and and our best friend was like... like, You know, our best friend was like... What made you think of to do something like that? I'm like, bro, like this man always been doing stuff like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I couldn't see you doing nothing else, bro. Like, I can remember going through the process of you trying to get into the apprentice school, and it didn't happen for you. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I saw you go through this this little period of time where you were like really kinda like in a depressed state because yeah, you was- you you really were anticipating on on being there. Like you really knew that your they were like your grades was good, like everything was in order, bruh. Like you made your little um your little um what what your you had to do a um a sample of something. What you had to do? I had to um, draw a, a blueprint. Yeah, a you had right. You had you you had everything in order. You know what I'm saying? And when when it happened, you were kind of going through a little mode where you was, you know, like yeah, I, was man. I I didn't know what to do because that was my that was my goal to go to a printing school in Norfolk Government, um, Newport News, Virginia. But mm-hmm. when it when it didn't go through, I was just like. I don't know. It's like I kind of gave up on the school I did because it, I think it was my like my my first like big disappointment. You know, like I made it that far to get always to get there. Like like you know to get to take the tour the whole place and everything, and then they sit me down. Like, oh, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to make it. And like we were in a car and everything to drive up there. You remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we went through a lot to get to get to the place. But I'm like, damn, man, I could just send me a letter. <laughs> Yeah, you have to bring me out here and show me the campus and show me everything and then tell me, you know, 
I didn't qualify. Like, that's messed up. But it was an honor to make it to that point because like, you had to have security clearance and everything to go out there. So it was cool. And now, like, to fast forward to where you are now, it's like, you know what I'm saying? What if you would have stayed in that state of mind where you were, like, giving up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you stuck yeah. with it. You you found another route, you know what I'm saying? And we were talking about it earlier. Um, that's how God works, you know, Uh who whoever doesn't believe in God, um, hopefully one day you could understand that there's a higher being that controls everything. Like we don't control what happens. We may have a plan, but it never works out that way. We want it to work like to a T. Like you can never sit here and say that everything that you planned out months ahead or years ahead worked out to way to the way you planned it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so I'm just I'm just appreciative of of your consistency, man, and your persistence. Like, yeah, well, I, that, that had to grow on me too because, like, even when the when the, the guy told me what I had to do to, you know, to, to get my GPA up and like reapply, maybe and you know come back to the table with more. But you know, that I was still in that hard head to say, like, man, I knew this won't go work. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I was playing myself anyway. Like, I knew like this won't for me or type thing. But so, so um, you kind of had a little bit of doubt yourself. Yeah, I had doubt then, but... I, and I didn't know that. I, I, had to, I had to gain that person. Wow. 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 That came my way, and I got, like, a note. And then, like, it, the opportunity had come back around, like, months later. And I was like, man, they're going to say the same thing. They said, like, no way to do it. Like, go do it, man. And, like, can you believe it? Like... The opportunity to come back, and I, and because of the first experience, I was like, nah, they, they racist, man. They ain't gonna, <laughs> they ain't gonna let me, you know, they ain't gonna accept me. They ain't gonna do this for Like, I, I had to learn it persistence, man. Like, big stuff. Okay. And, I, and that's crazy because I could never tell that you, um, you were doubting in the beginning. Like, in the beginning, before you were, you know what I'm saying, getting ready to go and all this kind of stuff, like, you, you, and you've always been that type of guy, like, to, you know, if you got something to do, you're going to make sure you do it or whatever, you're going to follow the protocol, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you, you did that, and... I couldn't tell that you were, you know, rattled at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew everything. Like, we we actually really kind of celebrated before, <laughs> before you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we did. It was, and, and maybe that's why I was so let down. Like, I, I just, I felt like the fact that I was going up there, 
I made it that far that I was like, man, like, like for real, I had to do a background check, like everything, like <laughs> in order. I made it this far, like man, I know I'm in there, like they, like, I'm going in there, like they want me to do a tour of the place, like I'm in there, like I already thought I made it, <laughs> but then when I got there, they, they're like, no, you didn't make it, and I'm like, what? I'm like, man, this is a good retreat. <laughs> like I just didn't. It, it just came down hard on me that time. Well, I mean, some things, some things happen like that. Sometimes, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, you just got to get hurt, you know. Yeah, definitely. And it builds character, though, man. Like, it so, does. <laughs> I went through, called me to, yeah so um was there ever a point you realized you exceeded your expectations yeah right off the top of my head i, I think back to maybe like last year okay. last year like well kind of like the before the new year uh-huh. i had made like a list of things that i wanted to do like as far as like get my, my contractor's license you know um just a, a bunch of things that I wanted to do. And I, I did, like, everything in, like, six months, man. Like, have the business up and running and everything. I started from scratch. I didn't have, like, nothing when I wrote. I had none of these things when I first wrote this down. You know, just, a, like, complete dream. Mm. But, like, throughout the whole year, man, just, like, a, a lot of the, the amount of money I, I was expecting to make that year, that first year was, like, it was, like, I was twice that number. It was just, like, uh, amazing, man. Mm. That's dope. Yeah, I can remember um, having conversations with you over the phone, and like you telling me um, all the success you was having. So in, in such a, a short amount of time. Yeah, definitely, man. That's that's amazing, and it just goes to show you, like, if you say stay consistent and persistent, you know what I'm saying, and stay the course things will end up happening in your favor, especially if you got the man and the man above ahead of everything. That's the key. Yep. That's the key. So, um, a little, a little bit back about back in the day, um, you know, growing up, you know, we was, we was like two peas in the pie for real, you know, this, how people say yeah. you you my sandbox like you you my you my crib my crib man like we we slept in the same crib together so like we experienced a lot you know what I'm saying a lot of good things a lot of bad things you know getting in trouble with our from getting in trouble with our family members and to getting in trouble with the law <laughs> so you know what I'm saying like um, but you know, I just wanted to, you know, kind of hear from you. What was it like seeing the transition, or how 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 can you say the transition for me was? Uh, I guess from I guess from being good to bad, <laughs> bad to good. I mean. 
first of all, like, we was all a little hard-headed coming up, but, like, you was extra hard-headed. <laughs> like, you was, you was just on another level with it, but, I don't know, just seeing, like, it, it was just, it was, it was like one point where it just seemed like we, I don't know, it, it seemed like things weren't going to get no better. Like, we were just on the road to nowhere. Mm. And, like, like I, I can reflect back to, like, when you was working on a construction site with me, and, like, you mm. was telling the people, like, man, I'm going to play basketball, man, I'm going to play basketball. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, everybody was, like, laugh at you. Didn't nobody even be- believe. I can't hear Vince now. Man, you you ain't gonna go go play no college ball. <laughs> I ain't gonna play ball. Like even me, I used to be like low key embarrassed to hear you talk about it. Cause I'm like, man, it sounds like like just like far fetched. Like there's it's no way this guy gonna be playing basketball. And like there you go. Like a year later, man, playing basketball for uh, a college team. Then you went on the uh, coach and mentor and stuff. I guess it's just. Man, and it just goes to show you that, like, your life was set up so you can be that person, be the person that you are now, be that good mentor, you know? But you have a story to share with people so you can be more relatable. Mm-hmm. But it's just, a, it's a blessing to see you here, man, you know? You, you know, family, married, you know, purchased a house, like, it's, it's big, man. Mm-hmm. Big. Well, I, I appreciate people like you, you know what I'm saying? I always giving an encouraging word and always, you know, having my back and, you know, praying for me and stuff like that, you know. It's it's amazing when I think of, it's amazing to me when I think about, you know, where I was and where I could be and where I'm currently, you know. It's, it's just wild, man. My mind is... Yeah. It's blown every day I wake up, literally. Like, I wake up and, like, just have this sense of, you know, relief and this sense of joy. Like, I did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I conquered all the the horrible things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like peaches and cream every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still have my, you know, struggles with, you know, the daily life, things that happen throughout life. But at the same time, I'm not where I could be or should be. And that's the most important thing. Like, I was one of the ones to be fortunate enough to make something out of myself. You know what I'm saying? And be a witness to others. And that's what I'm doing this podcast for, man. And I appreciate you coming up here and sharing a little bit of your life's journey to help prepare someone else or help to shape and help mold someone else. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. It's a blessing to, you know, be a blessing to others. And I think that's what life is about. You know what I'm saying? We can be better each and every day to help others be better each and every every day. And that's my motto, bro. So um, uh, I hope to have you back up here, man, so we can 
get some updates on what's going on with you. I know you're going to be doing big things with this business, man. Yeah, trying to take it to the next level this year. <laughs> Each year, I'm trying to just, just you know, compete with myself and just do be a better businessman, a, a better man in Christ and everything than I was last year, you know. Mm. Just trying to get better and better. Yeah. So, uh, you working on trying to trying to get a lady friend or something? Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've been telling everybody, don't ask me to be in no wedding because my man my man ain't got married yet. So I ain't been in no ain't been in no weddings until he say he about to get, you know what I'm saying <laughs> he about to do something. So let me know is is, yeah, is we doing this or not? Looking a little bit, man, like. So like I kind of took a like a break for a, a while and trying to really focus on my business, man, and like just make sure I'm building something and, and got something going for myself before I try to bring somebody else into the fold. So um, I, I, I done, you know got better at at, at managing running a business and and you know doing the day to day work. So I, you know I got a lot more free time. So I think this year I'll get back out there and start looking around. So you got somebody for me, man, go send them my way, you know? <laughs> you know, I might be looking out for you. I might see oh, I might. You got to get back on IG, though, man. How you going? You, you, you yeah, got to get on I social got, I got media, one, man, bro. But I got one, but I can't even remember the name on it, man, because I, I, I don't even be on Somebody, they going to want to see, they gonna wanna see a picture or something. Uh, yeah. They want to see how you post, like, what you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it's about now. Nah, but um, hopefully um, you will get a lady friend because uh, it's a good thing. But, you know, it's, I, I heard you say uh, managing your time. It's, it's amazing how you learn how to manage your time now. Like, just think about if you learn how to manage time when you were a teenager. Yeah, exactly, man. Manage your time and putting your priorities, the right priorities first, you know. Man, it ain't until where, what, you know, it takes a lot of discipline, too, though. But it's all about eliminating your distractions. Mm. You got to figure out what's a healthy distraction and what's a good distraction and get rid of the unhealthy distraction. So you got to distinguish what's unhealthy and what's healthy as far as distractions. And that's all up to you. (laughs) You know, everybody got their own vices. Everybody got their, you know, things that are problematic. Some people can do stuff and they don't don't really, you know, affect their day-to-day, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Like functioning alcoholics. Yeah, but, or, or, you know, that, yeah, pretty much. But not not even, not even on the scale that as far as like a, a substance abuse scale, you know. Yeah. So, any 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 variety, anything. Yeah, any, any type of distraction like social media, you know, that, that could be a a healthy distraction for you. But some people can be on social media for networking. You know, it might be good for them for their business, or it, it might give them a different insight. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, hang out with with friends, or even even family members or something. You know, like 
So, so, so since you bringing drama and bringing <laughs> bringing negative energy away, you know, sometimes you got to like, man, this ain't healthy because I, I can't focus on myself, you know, dealing with other people's problems, or you know, like, or oh, so this person always got something going on, always got me into something, you know. So, since you touched on a friend thing, like, how do you, how do you, uh? How do you choose your friends? Like, how did you choose your friends when you were a teenager or in your twenties, mid and now? So when I was a teenager, I looked at, um, of course, I looked at life a lot differently. Like, so it's pretty much the same way as I did then, except for um, so how they were the same is I always looked for something that, you know, people that interest me, you know, like, oh, that's, that, that's interesting. I want to be like that, or that's what I want to do, or that's the type of stuff that I'm into, too, you know, like, they like the same type of music I like, you know, they like doing the same things I like to do, so, it, that's the same thing. So, now. pretty much, so, birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, pretty much. And so, for now, I, I champion something different, you know, I don't look mm. at, you know, the, the stuff in the past that I used to like, like, like to do is, is not now. Now it's more about, you know, building something or, or you know, becoming a, a better man some type of way. Mm. That's cool. And, you know, I, I prefer to hang around friends like that. So you, first you got to change what you perceive as, as good or what you perceive as, you know, go on the right path and then you you try to hang around like-minded people mm. but if you, if, you, if you do negativity and go on the right path then you always find negative people mm. so yeah. you attract you attract what you like too exactly exactly mm. So, so basically, you saying discernment. If you don't know what discernment means, look that word up for my listeners. Um, when you get that discernment, oh, this person, yeah, she or he, like I am, I'm gonna I'm I'm get a little bit comfortable with them. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, you've helped us out a lot tonight, today. Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Um, hopefully you can get get back up here with us, man. Yeah, definitely. Just let me know, man. Next time, hey, I'll be more than happy to. All right, hey, um, we supposed to be talking about what we ate today too, cause you know, chat and chew. What you had good to eat today, bro? You know, Uncle used to say, he would say that all the time. What you had good to eat today? Man, uh, man so I had some, some baked turkey wings, smothered gravy, and I had the dressing. I didn't have stuff, and I had a dressing. Mm. And I had, um, I had some, some candy yams. <laughs> you had, what you went to Aunt May's? <laughs> <laughs> Where you? Nah, man, was, uh, <laughs> With his good soul food restaurant around the corner, man, is making quarantine plates. You know? They're making quarantine plates? Quarantine plates, man. Okay. Yeah. 
Sylvius. You yeah, said you said Sylvius. No, 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 no. It's called Sylvius. That's um Bro Wars, right? You talking yeah. about Bro Bro Wars <laughs> on three hundred one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, what you said is Lena's. Yeah, it's called Lena. She sound like she's Spanish. Nah, nah, she black. <laughs> black lady. Okay. She can cook. Yeah, pretty good food, man. That's all right. I ain't, I ain't know they made soul food over in uh, Oakland. Yeah, surprisingly they do make some soul food. And the good thing about it is whatever they have left over, they get to, to the homeless. So, I like that, man. Black home business support, man. Oh, so you yeah. support black owned, huh? Oh, I always do, man. That's why I, I ain't gonna lie. That's, I like this. That's all right, people. man. That's all right. Power to the people. We support black owned on, on, on chat and chew. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Black owned everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Black power. We need our black people to come together. <laughs> you know? Strong in numbers, you know? Ain't that what they say over there in Oakland? Yeah, strong in numbers. <laughs> that is the slogan. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they say in the town. I'm mean, in, uh, in the city now, San Francisco. They done moved that stadium. Mm. Well, all right, man. We're going to wrap this joint up, man. This has been a great episode of chat and chew with your boy Lou uh, and I guess Lamar O'Neal we signing out Peace. peace